Welcome to Kingdom Minded Podcast with Ray Munoz. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Kingdom Minded Podcast. It's me, your host, Ray Munoz. Hello, everybody. Hello. It is coming towards the middle of April. Wow. Time flies when you're just sitting at home and doing absolutely nothing, doesn't it? For some of us, maybe not. Some of us, yes, it does. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. I'm really excited for this episode. Um, this is going to be a fun episode. I think uh, this since this whole stay-at-home order, COVID-19, COVID-19 things been going on, uh, these are just episodes that are popping up for needs that I, I feel that the church is needing right now. So some of this may apply to you, some of it may not. But if anything, I think a lot of these, the subjects and the topics, they go beyond this time frame that we're in. So if you're saying, oh, man, I'm tired of hearing about this COVID-19 stuff. Well, guess what? There's still a lot of good uh, information um, that people are still using in their churches, whether or not this is happening. So, you know. Like I always say, eat the meat, throw away the bones if you're not really into it. Um, but anyways, uh, how has your week been going? Um, I hope yours has been going better than mine has. Um, just kind of recapping, um, uh, I had a few people message me and um, did some uh, kingdom groups on Monday. And then Tuesday came and my week just blew out. It just was, man, it's like me going 110 miles an hour and I got a flat tire and, and just spun out of control. Um, I mean, not necessarily that dramatic. Um, I, I did build that up a little bit. Um, so I have, uh, some back problems, I guess I would say I have arthritis, um, in my lower back. And so every now and then it will flare up and I'll have, uh, back pains where I can't walk. And, uh, even sitting down is, is a, is a task. And the last time I had this, I actually had it at a commit conference. The end of the last day of commit conference, I started feeling it. And that Monday when we were flying out, it just, oh, man, it was horrible. Um, and so, yeah, uh, that was the last time I had it. Um, so some of you guys may have saw me at the airport is walking kind of crooked because I couldn't stand up straight. If I put direct pressure on my spine, it, it just it hurts so bad. So uh, Tuesday, I had to leave work early. Uh, because of the back pain, I just told my boss, Hey, I'm going to go home. I, I just, I can't do it. I can't stand. I can't sit. Um, only thing that felt good was laying down. So, uh, went home Tuesday and I thought maybe I'd be better the next day. Took, uh, some of the medication that my doctor has given me for it. That wasn't helping. So it was a s straight up, just wait and ride it out kind of thing. Um, so I was not able to get out of bed until about Friday morning. And even then, Friday morning, it was really just half a day kind of thing. Um, so uh, just with that happening, I had to put a lot of things off or I had to cancel some things that were going on. And um, for some of you guys that are going week to week with this whole whole um, quarantine thing, um, we're probably it seems like we're twice as busy, if not three times as busy, um, you know, throughout the week. So. I had to cancel Thursday night lessons for our kids because I, I, I had to cancel at the last minute. Um, and so I wasn't planning on it. I thought maybe I'd be better and it just wasn't, I wasn't better enough to get into the thing. And then 
um, just couldn't find a replacement. So it just worked just, you know, kind of didn't work out. So I had to cancel it. I felt really bad, but it was good to see that a lot of parents and kids were really uh, missing it. Um, so that was kind of a bummer, but also it, it was good to know that, um, you know, um, somebody is, uh, missing it. So, um, I just did an apology, said, I'm so sorry that, but we'll be back next, uh, we'll be back on Sunday. And so I was a little worried that I wasn't going to be ready or able to do Saturday, uh, which is the day we record for our service. Um, so I was just praying and then put the Selena put a prayer request in for me on our, on our app. We can actually put prayer requests on our app for the church to pray for. So that was really nice to see people praying for me. Um, but by Friday, I started getting a little bit better. I was able to walk around half the day. Um, Saturday, I walked around pretty much the whole day. Only issues I had is if I sit down too much, uh, my legs get antsy and that's not me. I could usually sit down forever. Um, today's Sunday, um, full, almost, I would say about 80% back. So it wasn't too bad. So I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting better. Um, so thank God for that. But it was just a weird week just being out that much. And I was home from Tuesday till Friday from work and just I couldn't get out of bed. So um, I had people texting me. I wasn't even able to get back to them until like Friday. And even then I didn't even get back to them fully. I was like, And I called somebody back today is Sunday. I called them back and I said, hey, I'm so sorry. I wasn't able to get to my phone. Or if I was able to get to my phone, it was like I was in and out of sleep and texting you. And man, so it's just been pretty, um, pretty crazy just with that going on and trying to make sure everything's running. Um, and then Saturday, uh, we went down and recorded at the church and I was there. I was good. I was able to walk around, just move real slow. Um, I, um, didn't do worship this week because I couldn't jump around. And, um, so I just sat back and kind of did some of the background stuff while the rest of the team kind of took that burden for me. Um, so really appreciate you guys. Thank you for stepping up and just taking charge on that. Um, but it was, you know, it was good on Saturday. We, we did some recording, uh, got everything ready, uh, got our lesson going. Um, what we're actually planning, we came up with an idea cause at our church, um, every once a quarter, we'll have a night of worship is what we call it. And so we'll just worship the entire service, um, and just give God some praise and stuff like that. So, um, and then we do this, we've been doing this fun thing is where it's a night of worship and then we all dress up and we all wear tennis shoes, um, to service so we can be comfortable and praising. So we decided this next coming Sunday. So this is, uh, the week of the uh, 20th, um, or the 19th. Um, and so we decided, Hey, next Sunday, let's do a whole worship service for the kids. So we're going to encourage all of our children to dress up on Sunday morning, um, and then wear your tennis shoes uh, while you're worshiping at home. So we're going to see how that goes. And we have a pretty cool program planned for that day and breaking it up into, um, different worship songs that we do either in our Sunday school or in our church and kind of move it around. Um, but I'm excited about it. We're going to, we're going to see how it goes, turns out, but, um, we're getting better and better at this whole live or this pre-recording thing going on. Uh, I did have a problem. I don't know if anybody else had this problem, but I did have a problem with uploading with Firefox this week. Um, it was just getting to about 80 to 75% and then it would just stop. And so I ended up, um, uploading on Safari out of all places, but, um, it worked. It just was slower. Um, and it only stopped once and I had to redo it once and it worked, but it was just slow. Um, but anyway, so 
you know, just getting everything going and we're getting a little bit better and, you know, it's a week by week thing. I don't know if anybody else is feeling that, but definitely let me know if you're feeling the same pains of, hey, it's getting better or, hey, it's worse and I feel like I'm stuck in the mud. Um, we can definitely open up a discussion like that on online. I think that would be good topics. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll pull some of that out on um, this week and see if we can get to it. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been pretty good, busy. Um, I got, I know I spoke about this, uh, uh, episode ago. Um, one of the gentlemen on my bus route, he was diagnosed with COVID-19. Um, and so we've been trying to get in contact with the family and see what's going on. Cause I have his number and his mother's number. Neither of them were answering for a long time, but we finally got a hold of them and, um, it ended up becoming a lot worse than we thought. Um, he got put into an induced coma. Um, he was on a respirator. And he was doing dialysis. So we were praying. Um, I actually just found this out this week. I didn't find this out until after. Um, but man, I was just, it just kind of hit hard. It hit home. Um, you know, somebody that you see every week and that is always, in, you know, wanting to be at church and always is excited about doing things that God is, is in the hospital and, you know, just battling the sickness. Um, so it was it was pretty serious, but we got confirmation that he's doing better. Um, but he's still um, I think they're going to stop dialysis and hopefully take him off of the respirator. So believing in Jesus name that he's going to be touched. Um, so if you guys could help continue to pray for him, um, you know, believing that God is going to is going to move in his life. And, you know, it's just it's just sad that this is happening, but. You know, we believe that God is in control at the end. So um, just do your part if you could. Just, you know, you never know who it's going to affect. And you might say, hey, I'm I'm healthy. It's not going to affect me. And that very much may be true. But you got to think about the people around you, the people that you're in contact every day with. Um, you know, it's just little steps of just being cautious and not being over dramatic about it. But it's just being, you know, because I care about you, I'm going to do more for myself to make sure that you're okay. Um, you know, but I'm just thanking God that he's getting better. Um, and I'm just waiting for a text message back from him to say, Hey, I'm sorry. Uh, but I appreciate all these text messages that I'm getting, um, from you guys and calls that I noticed that I missed. So just believing that that's going to be coming soon. So, uh, but you know, it's just, it's pretty, pretty busy. With everything going on today was actually uh, one of uh, our children's from my bus route um, their birthday today. So I gave them I got on Instagram live and FaceTimed them and told them happy birthday. Uh, another one's tomorrow, so I gave them called them and gave them a happy birthday. Just told them I love them, I miss them, um, and they were just excited to hear from us. Um, but it's just yeah, it's been pretty good weekend aside from the week uh, all the little speed bumps we had this week, but. God's good. Uh, we had, you know, good church this morning. Um, you know, we have phenomenal messages that we're, we're getting online and online presence is definitely building. Um, praise report. My grandmother's actually been listening every week for service. So I believe every service or if not every Sunday. Um, but I was actually talking to her this week and we were just talking about God and we were talking about the church and and what's happening and so I really think this is becoming an eye-opening moment for her um, and just been one of my prayers to see my grandmother saved. Um, but we were talking about um, 
fears and stuff like that this last week. And I told her, you know what, Grandma? I was like, I read a book, and that was that book that I showed you guys uh, a couple weeks ago called Fearless by Max Lucado. Um, and I bought her a copy, and I'm waiting for her it to go to her house. It's going to be there in a couple days. Um, but I sent that to her so that way she could read it, and maybe she'll get some encouragement out of it and put her in the right direction. But um, but thank God that she's been watching, and I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the things of God that are growing. Um, and revival is happening, whether we're, we're self-isolating um, or if we're still hitting the pavement. Um, God, the kingdom of God is still growing. So that it's just a reassurance to see all that stuff happening, um, despite of our circumstances or your circumstances. But as long as you're willing and able, God will provide you with the things that you need. Um, but it's been pretty, it's been pretty great. Um, I did get a text message this week and, and, uh, we were kind of joking around about, um, this brother in the church, he's an elder and I love him and respect him a lot. Um, but he texts me and we always joke around. We say, man, he's really pr- prophetic. And he's like, you know, he just always has a word for you. And, and one time he said something and I'll get into the joke maybe another time, but we were like, man, nobody told him anything. He knew exactly what to say. So, um, I got a text from him today. He said, you know, brother Ray, good morning. Praise be to Jesus, our King. I pray all is well with you and your family. And I says, I was praying this morning and God gave me a vision of you and your children's ministry he showed me your love and dedication faithfulness passion availability of the ministry and how he sees it although it may not and although you may not be aware of it he's instructed me to text you and tell you because you have been faithful in the smaller things and he is going to bless you with the larger things that you have been praying for. Although it has been some time, it will be given soon. He goes, I appreciate all that you, you and your team does for Jesus. And I am excited to see God bless the measures that have that, or God bless the measures that he has promised you. And he said, God bless and love you. Um, but man, talk about timing talk about timing and i don't know if you guys feel like this i i feel sometimes overwhelmed with just everything just life in general is overwhelming but to throw wrenches in like getting sick or getting hurt um and on top of everything else that's going on it feels like sometimes you're just trying to chuck out water out of the boat but you still got gigantic holes that are gushing in water you know or it's raining at the same time and um and it feels like that and it's okay it's okay to feel overwhelmed but you know we just have to understand that god has the bigger picture for us he has everything orchestrated and we have to just learn to trust him in this season trust him in the season of uncertainty you know trust him in the season of not knowing whether or not we can meet up to record services or whether or not we can you know, live stream or whatever it is, you know, everybody has their different hurdles that they're getting over. But, you know, just getting something like that. And I, and I read that, um, man, I'm, I'm really bad on the timing here. Just bear with me guys. This was yesterday. So this was Saturday. It's the first day I was able to get back 
on my feet. And, you know, I was really bummed because I wasn't able to, to give as much as I would want to give in my um, ministering for sun, for Sunday's video. I wasn't able to jump around, wasn't able to do what I normally do. But to receive something like that is is encouraging. So, you know, this is something I would encourage you guys to do is just text somebody, call somebody, let them know you're praying for them. Let, let them know that you're, you're thinking about them. And, um, I, I may or may not have said this last episode. I don't remember. Sorry if I, if I'm reiterating myself, but, and I, and I'm not saying this to build myself up because this is not, it's not what I'm trying to do, but I may try and make it an effort once a week to call an elder, especially an elder in our church and just, let them know I miss them. Let them know I'm thinking about them and let them know, hey, I just want to see how you're doing. Um, but just people in general in your church, do that with them. You know, not on top of your bus route. I call my bus route every week because I want to make sure that they know that I'm still here. I ask them if they need anything. I ask them if they're okay. You know, I tell them I'll do my best. I can't promise you that I can or I can't, you know, I said as of right now, I'm still working. And if I have the money, I can. You know, but always trying to do above and beyond to just say, hey, I'm here or hey, I'm just praying for you. Um, you know, um, this morning's message, um, Brother Brandon was talking about babies and that they did a test where some babies were just left alone and other babies were tended to on every every measure. And the other ones were just the bare minimum. And the ones that had the bare minimum were the ones that suffered the most. And so we have to think about the body of Christ that way. If we're not tending to our babies and our saints, you know, they can become distant. And so we don't want that, you know, and just take some time. It takes five, 10 minutes. Um, you know, it's kind of like what I told Selena today. I said, you know, I, I read something and I heard about, it was about, you know, our parents or our grandparents and what they had to go through in their lives to get where the point where they're at or what we, the things that we have, uh, we take for granted. So I said, ever since I, I, I saw that or heard that, um, I said, I made an effort to contact my grandma as much as possible because I don't want to lose that connection of what she's done and what she's learned in her life. I want her to pass that down to me. And the same thing in the elders in our churches, you know, or the people in our church is you want to stay connected so you can constantly understand how the body is and what the body's going through. Cause it's hard for people right now. I got a call from a gentleman uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I actually know it was when I was in bed and he was asking for someone's number off my bus ride. And I thought that was so great that, you know, like she hears from me, but the fact that she's going to hear from somebody else is even better, you know? And I, even him, I was like, Hey, how are you doing? You know, are you good? And I was just laying out of it. Um, but I was just pushing myself to make sure I was talking to him. But Anyways, we keep it short and sweet this week. Maybe not. It's a little bit longer, but oh well. Anyways, I think this episode is going to be great. I think this episode is filled with lots of information for you guys. So to get your pens and papers out, um, if you're driving, just be careful. Um, but I just want to say I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you listening. Um, despite of all what's going on in our lives, we're taking time to invest into the kingdom of God. And I think this is what the church needs the most right now. And just be that person to be the spearhead and doing all these things and just say whatever it takes God for my will to break. And so that way I get in line with whatever you want. Um, but thank you guys for listening and here we go. 
All right, welcome everybody to another episode here. I am here with my guest, Megan Addison. Hello, and, everyone. And then also I have another guest. Hello, everyone. It's Lena. And these two uh, ladies here are what I have been told the queens of social media for the church. <laughs> and um, so today's episode um, is going to be touching on keeping the church connected um, to during this whole COVID-19 um, or even just in general, I think this is good practices, um, to have after this whole, um, pandemic situation, um, along with a lot of things that we've been talking about this month, it's just like, there's a lot of things that we can continual continue to do throughout the rest of the year that we're learning now, because obviously these are areas that we have never touched. So a lot for a lot of people or a lot of churches, it's, it's hard to kind of understand, like kind of grasp your fingers on what should I start on? Because we've never done this. Um, so why don't you go ahead and tell us a little about, a little bit about yourself, Megan, and just introduce yourself. Let us know where you're from. Let us know what you do. Okay. This is a little awkward. Um, I am Megan Addison. <laughs> I am from JS, Mississippi. I go to New Bethel, Jesus name church. Uh, my pastor is Gary Robinson. Um, and I've been doing our social media and in-house graphics for about eight years um, completely self-taught. I'm not perfect by no means, but um, I kind of fell in love with it, and then it turned into a passion. And now I do it in hopes of reaching at least one person. If if that happens, then it's all worth it. Um, other than that, in my professional life, I'm a paralegal for an attorney in Hammond, Louisiana. And between doing that and going to church, that's about all I do. <laughs> Awesome. Well, it's just like you sounds like you got a full plate there. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, Selena, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself for those who have not chimed in before? Uh, my name is Selena Contreras. I go to Hope Center Church in Redlands, um, and I've been doing our church social media for about three years. Um, not professionally, and I learn as I go. <laughs> um, and I started helping create graphics um, about a year and a half ago. Um, so I just kind of learned from what I see other people doing, and that's actually what made me follow Megan. Look at that. We Sweet. found out the whole story here. How <laughs> you guys yes. connected. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> Other than funny, that, we've never met. <laughs> yeah, and that's the funny thing. <laughs> so Selena and Megan actually have become friends on Instagram, and they have never met in person, but they have shared interest as far as with the church. And uh, Selena is a very talkative person online as far as with when you put her Same. in person, she's very shy. Um, oh, negative. She won't just walk up to somebody, but you give her a keypad. She'll start talking. To you. <laughs> so, um, no, that's cool. Um, so I know you guys have been on Tornado Watch. Is that correct? Yes, and we are back on Tornado Watch. Um, we're expected to have the same weather that we had last week, um, again on Sunday. Um, and I think in our area, there were three or four people that lost their lives due to the hurricane. I mean, the tornadoes. And um, there's still a lot of devastation in the area. And I hear it's coming back Sunday. So hopefully it's not that bad. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty bad around here. Oh, wow. I know you you texted me the other day apologizing because I, I texted you, I believe it was like a Saturday or something. And just by the time I was able to get to my phone and try and text and then 
you text me like, I think that Sunday you're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't text you back. We had all this going, uh, you know, yeah. tornado warnings. And I'm like, Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's totally okay. It was Easter weekend yeah. too. So it was super yeah, slammed. Easter. We had just ended our, um, we had our very first like prayer drive through meet and greet with the pastor and his family. Mm-hmm. And moments after it ended, which I live less than a mile from the church. So before I could even get home, it was pitch black at three o'clock. Wow. And we went into that episode. So, but no one from the church um, lost anything. We lost power for a few minutes. That was it. No one from the church was affected, nor was our church. So we're thankful for that. Thank God. Well, you know, we're, we're going to pray with you. We're going to continue to pray with you guys and uh, believe you that all. you guys are going to stay safe. You know, just a, a awesome. tornado isn't enough on top of the whole pandemic thing going on in the country Absolutely. or the world. For you all. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like it's just was a wild weekend, um, you know. But so w- today we want to dive into, like we were saying earlier, is uh, social media and how we're using it to... Um, you know, stay connected right now in this time, um, even times of, of natural disasters of what like you're facing right now. Um, what are, you know, we're going to talk about what are ways that you guys are, or everybody is kind of using social media to your advantage, um, and reaching people and even reaching new people. Um, but let's start. So I know you were saying that you kind of self-taught yourself into the whole social media and graphics thing. Um, how did that come about? Um, you want from the very beginning? Sure. Okay. Um, I remember sitting in church one Sunday morning and Brother Robinson, um, just I think while he was preaching, actually, mentioned that he would like for someone to start a, the church and Instagram and or Facebook. Um, and I think it was like a week or two. I texted him and asked if anybody had volunteered. He said no. Um, so, of course, I threw myself into it and told him that I'd be happy to start it. And when anyone came to him interested in it, that I'd be happy to give that to them. And no one ever came to him. (laughs) So here we are. Um, I didn't know anything about graphics. Um, Still don't know a whole lot. Um, But we kind of kind of ran with it. Um, I've spent a lot of time trying to learn. And it is a lot. It's like a lot of details. I'm sure Selena can vouch for that. Um, And looking back on our my very first couple of posts, they're so bad. <laughs> they're like really, really bad. I'm like, should I delete them? Should I archive them? What should I do with them? <laughs> but, um, and I really didn't have anybody to go to, um, to, to learn from, cause I didn't know any churches doing graphics or, or involved in that kind of stuff. So I just kind of downloaded, I felt like a million apps on my phone, just trying to find something that, that worked. Um, and I've you know settled with a few before, but uh, I didn't know anything. And I'm friends with um, a girl out of North Little Rock. So she's, she's taught me a good bit and that's really my only um, go-to person. So everything else I've just kind of learned on my own. Oh, wow. But he wanted those two things for the church and no one volunteered. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And so- it's still just me. <laughs> <laughs> but We'll get into that in a little bit. <laughs> uh, Selena, how about you? Um, pretty much the same thing. It's actually funny is I had um, been really thinking about taking a break from Instagram. And so I did yes. for two days. And then my pastor came to me and he said, 
um remember that instagram thing you were talking about and i was like yes and he was like can you start one today and i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) and uh he said okay he's all let's work on getting a team and i've you know i've tried same issue as you kind of um had a hard time getting people to help or and just at this point it's kind of your baby and so you even if there are people that want to help, you're kind of like, do you have the same vision? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is your vision? <laughs> so that's my that's, vision. No, I was just saying that's oh, like yeah. one of the questions that I would <laughs> ask. There's a couple of girls that recently have come to me and they now have a, they kind of want to get involved. And I'm like, okay, what do you, what do you want to see happen here? Cause I don't want, I don't want you to be complacent where I am. I want you to far surpass what I'm doing. Right. Um, like, I don't want this to stay the same. I want this to grow. Um, you know, it's just Instagram and just Facebook, but I mean, we could reach the masses. I mean, there's millions of people on both um, social media outlets. Reach, reach them all is the plan. Yeah. And so it, from what I'm sounding, what it sounds like from both of you guys is it sounds like it came from a, a need of the church really absolutely um we're in the 21st century and the church is if you're not online you're pretty much almost non-present unless you're like huge community pushers where you're always in the community's eyes Mm -hmm. but unless you're on a on a social network there's hardly any way for somebody just to glance at you aside from the people that have you know walked by or outreaching and stuff like that but this is definitely a way that um at least I feel that is helping the church grow um, now in this new age of people not, you know, even before the whole shelter in place thing, um, you know, people don't really go out and walk around or, you know, don't open their door when someone knocks on it. Um, But if they see something online, they give it a second chance and they look at it. Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that's very true. Yeah. So you guys have obviously just both, birthed this out of out of you know a necessity of the church um so you guys were taking place okay and and you mentioned this before but a little bit before about how you had 1200 apps on your phone um all trying to see which one was doing the best job um what are some of the things that you guys think that every every person who's starting social media if you if you could start it off right you know, kind of getting your guys's voices in their heads and saying, Hey, let me save you the three or four months of just a headache and tell you where to go now, <laughs> you know, and what, what, let's start with you and we'll ask Selena in a little bit, but what, what are your kind of thoughts of like, Hey, start here. This is a solid place for you to start and let's, you know, kind of go from there. First and foremost, I don't do anything, and this is not, please don't take it as me bragging on myself. Um, even even general posts, like our, our Tuesday night service or our Monday night service, and this is what I've told to the young girls at our church, um, before I do create, do anything, I first and foremost, I pray about it. God, you let this be, this graphic, let this, you know, let someone see it, let it attract someone. And, you know, maybe they dig into our Instagram. Maybe they, they look at our Facebook photos or let this attract somebody. Um, so that's what I would say. Uh, first and foremost, pray about it. <clears throat> um, 
I would study, which I don't know how deep Selena in, is into these things, but I um, I would look at our in a, uh, your analytics. Um, there's good times to post. There's bad times to post. Um, and you just, it's something that you're going to have to play around with and just kind of learn your area. Um, I've almost got our times down that I can make the same post at one time and we get maybe 20 likes or I can make it two hours later at another specific time and it just reach hundreds of people. Um, it's weird how that happens, but you just have to study it out. Um, there are apps that I use. I'll be happy to, um, dig through my phone and iPad and find some of those, um, and share. I hold them near and dear to my heart because it took a long time to find these. (laughs) Um, and um, I would just, you know, just kind of have to just really get out there. I don't know that I had any specific questions on getting getting started. Um, I just thought, you know what, I can put words on the background, no biggie. And it's so much deeper than that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then this, it's kind of grown into not just posting for social media, but um, I've gotten into designing banners. And I mean, it's, it's, it can go way further than just social media. But um, you always want to wherever you live, I know you guys are in California and it's a lot more hip than out here. (laughs) Um, But you always want to do something that looks classy and nice. Um, You know, you don't want to, I don't know exactly how to say it. Um, You mean mean something that I can't use comic sans? (laughs) Hey, please never. (laughs) Um, Papyrus? No. God, pairing fonts. Yes. Get on. If you're interested in doing this and your pastor gives you the okay, get on Pinterest and look up how to pair fonts. Um, Pinterest will be your best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, um, Church Motion Graphics. Yes. They offer tons, hundreds of free um, graphics, even for your church um, screens, for designing. Um, They just they've been a lifesaver. they have motion graphics, steels, um, seasonal graphics. Um, definitely kind of find out that kind of stuff. But get on like Pinterest and um, Google was never much help for me. It always sent me to another site, to another site, to another site. And I finally got on Pinterest one night and I felt like I spent days on there. Um, but just learn different fonts that pair together. Um, and placement of, of details on your flyer or on your social media graphics is imperative um and by all means please learn grammar and punctuation (laughs) um i mean and proofread proofread everything um i just actually posted something i've been doing this for about eight years i posted something the other day completely missed the whole word um i don't know how it happened it it Um, happens (laughs) was it you that told me about it yeah i think it was (laughs) yeah yeah i just missed i just completely missed something (laughs) And I was like, how does this happen? I've been doing this for so long, but it it does happen. Yeah, I think sometimes um, our brains just get way faster than our hands, and then we just skip and, over it. And I do my most designing. This is No one else take this advice, okay? <laughs> my brain works better while I'm driving. I don't know why. But everything I create, like I created a flyer for a um, church um, out here for a conference they were having, designed the whole thing in the car. Oh my goodness. Is that good? No, it's not good. It's not okay. <laughs> but I did do it. Um, I mean, it's just not safe driving practices, of course, but it just kind of happened that way. It kind of got a vision and I went with it. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, I didn't go far, but <laughs> I did do that while in the car. Um, but I would just, 
just basic things. Pairing fonts together is important. Um, colors and backgrounds. Um, it's just a lot of details. And you're going to have to be patient with yourself. Because mm-hmm. um, it can get very frustrating. And nine times out of ten, even the people that I've become friends with, they are a team of one. It's just them. Um, I don't know anybody other than, I guess, mass, huge mass churches that actually have a media team that comes with this kind of content. Because um, it's it's just me, like I said. I mean, I do, once again, this is not bragging on myself, but, you know, I do our photography. I do our graphics, our screen graphics, all that stuff. We have a wonderful team at church that runs the media once we're in service. But other than that, I kind of, I kind of think of it all. Mm-hmm. But it's a slow learning process. I don't. I mean, if anybody can wake up one night, wake up one day and just do it overnight, then bravo. But um, that was my learning process, and it was a lot of frustrating times. Um, and like I said, looking back, some of the stuff is so ugly. <laughs> there's no, there's no other way to describe it than it's just ugly. Um, but I thought, man, this is awesome. I've got this in the bag. Um, and then even looking back months, I mean, you guys may do this too. Looking back, I'm like, oh, wow, why did I, why would I do that? <laughs> but it's just ever evolving. And there's just ton, always room for growth. Um, there's always new people you find that are doing this work. Um, and, I mean, I talked to a pastor's wife friend of mine not very long ago, and she's turned this into a career outside of, you know, their pastoral ship. Um, so it's, that's always an opportunity as well. But it's just a lot of learning and um, find someone, you know, look me and Selena up. Not that, you know, not that I'm professional by no means, but look us up, ask questions. I'll be happy to help, help anyone. But it's just, it's, it's a lot of learning and it's, you just need a lot of patience. Yeah. And I, I really like that idea of just sharing the, the knowledge. Absolutely. Um, and I've, I've, I've come to, speaking of that, I've come to, um, ask people that I know that do these questions and I've, you know, they've been very ugly. There are those people don't be discouraged by that. Um, you just find somebody that's willing to help and share because at the end of the day, this is not about Megan Addison and what she creates. It's about the kingdom. And if you have a heart for it, you know, people are, people will help you. There's people out there that will help. Um, but don't be discouraged by the people that don't want to share their very little bit of knowledge. Um, because anybody that's in it for the right reasons will love to help you. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, Selena, what about you? Um, I'm going to pretty much reiterate what Megan said, is you have to think of it as a ministry, not just something you do in your spare time, because you can win people to the church. They can get the Holy Ghost. They can get baptized in Jesus name all from seeing something off social media. Um, I mean, we saw it. What was it? Two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. No, last weekend that lady was watching our FB live contacted the church through Instagram and said, I want to be baptized. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, it's incredible. And she received the Holy ghost, um, wow. after her baptism. And so, um, there's a couple other stories, of just people that have connected through the church or found the church through um, a hashtag or through a location tag. And so 
there are hashtags are so important yes hashtags yeah they i remember somebody telling me they're not important stop paying attention to them and i was like okay i don't know where you're at but this is how it works for us and we're gonna stick with it (laughs) Um, yes they work yeah um and so just keeping the mindset of making sure that you know it's a ministry and um like you said pray over it before you post um there have been times where I'm at work and I get texted, hey, we need this posted now. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> and it can be frustrating. And uh, one time I went to post it and I was just like, you didn't even pray, Selena. And so I stopped real quick and just said a little prayer. And then I asked God to fix my attitude. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I posted it. But um, I think that's the the mindset is constantly remembering that it is a ministry. And um start your account church instagram account off as a business account that way you mm-hmm. do have the analytics there um i've taken I'm some heat, heat back and forth <laughs> sometimes because somebody's like i need this posted immediately and i'm like it's 11 o'clock and people aren't going to be on till about 12 and 1 that's our highest trafficking time so can you wait till then <laughs> yes and uh they're like what and i was like just wait till 12 30 i'll get it posted and um other times i'm getting text messages like this hasn't been posted for today and i'm like nobody's gonna see if i post right now because there's only a few people on (laughs) and uh but study the analytics for your area because they're not the same for every single day Mm -mm. um and that's probably been the hardest learning curve about uh managing the church page is knowing when to post um, and yes. also don't overpost, um, cause you can be putting too much information out there at one time and it's just overload and people yeah. will stop paying attention. And some things are better for posts. Some things are stories only. Yes. Um, no, no, those things. I mean, you'll know, I, I don't know what you're there. Whoever's listening, their local church will be posting about, but once you get into it, just kind of see if it's not getting a lot of likes then just let it be your story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we do. Like I know we serve a good bit out here in our cafeteria after services. Those are never posts. They're always stories because I feel like they reach more people. Yeah. Um, and I can see who's, who, who's reaching, who's, who's viewing them. Yeah, um, I'm in the middle of learning just, that. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's another huge learning thing. It's kind of like the analytics. You just have to post and just kind of see how it goes. Yeah. I remember I brought it up to you one time and you said that to me and I was like, okay, so I'm lear- I'm learning yeah. the difference between it, um, the stories on the posts, yes. especially now that um, Instagram stories are so huge and you can actually reach exactly. a larger audience through stories versus an Instagram post. And, and also reach out, um, reach out to your friends in the church and say, um, like, I'll tag people in our stories. I'll make it to where no one else can see the tag. Like, I'll make it real small and let it match. Mm-hmm. Um and find about five people that will, it doesn't, their Instagram, they're not in it for the phone. They just are there to reshare. Those people are vital. Um, I know me and Selena joke a lot. As soon as my, as soon as I post something from my church, I'm the first like on my personal page and the first comment. Yep. <laughs> and I'm basically talking, talking to, to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those, those are very important because the more conversation that's had on your post, it's going to reach that popular page in your area. Mm-hmm. And, um, and young people look at those. I mean, they're on those all the time. <laughs> um, and I mean, you just, 
that's very important to get people to interact. Even even they they know it's you. They know you're talking to you. You may be even with them. Um, but encourage, get you about five or six people and encourage them when, when the church posts, it's not about me, but when the church posts, interact with that post, mm-hmm. um, like it, share it, tag someone, like whatever, if it's an interactive post, participate in it. Um, that's very important. Yeah, we had, um, what was it? I think in the middle of October-ish, around the time we did our missions conference, um, I had set up a group of five people that I was like, anytime we post, because I had noticed that like all of those like multi-level marketing people, like it mm-hmm. works and all of them, they always have yeah. the same five people posting and sharing. And um, I had asked somebody that was part of it. And I said, why do you guys do that? And she said, oh, so it gets attention. Absolutely. And so I was like, huh, I guess I could do that for the church page. So we started Absolutely. doing that. Um, and we did get a little more interaction, especially from people who might be shyer to interact with the post. But if they see more mm-hmm. people on it, then it's like, oh, OK. Yes, that's it's very important. I will share just a quick moment. I was um, I was very as a I want to say about two years ago, maybe I was frustrated. I was burned out um, and honestly was debating on quitting. Like I just wanted to go to my pastor's wife and I have done this. I don't recommend it. And I was like, you know what? I quit. <laughs> I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. It's a headache. It's taken all of my time. I'm done with it. Well, I was sitting in church contemplating that very conversation. And I knew it wasn't going to go over well. But I was thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? I just want to be able to sit down. Because even Selena made me the same way. I'm not really sure. But if I'm sitting in church, I'm paying attention to the screen. I'm thinking about, wow, that could have been a great sermon graphic. My head is, my mind is just spinning. Mm-hmm. Um but I was sitting in church. I was contemplating just, you know what? I just want to sit down for a while. And it's that way in any ministry. You, you're going to get kind of burned out and frustrated. And um, I was thinking about that. Well, after service, um, <clears throat> someone came up to me and there's like, there's a guy in the back of the church asking for you. And I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> um, so they, they, <laughs> they brought him, brought him up front or whatever. And he introduced himself. Um, I did not know. I didn't have a clue who he was. Um, he said, my name is so-and-so. I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's nice to meet you. And I'm just kind of blunt like that. I said, do we know each other? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I may, I, I know if I'm supposed to know you, I apologize. I'm having a moment. Um, and he said, no, he said, we've never met, but he asked for me by first and last name. And I was thinking, so oh God, help me Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a few people saw me talking to this, you know, stranger to all of us. And so they kind of gathered around and introduced themselves and he, he did pray at altar service. And so I was just kind of chatting with him. So I was like, you know, how, how do you know me? Or how, how did you know my name? And he said, um, I've been watching you guys on social media for years. And he was from North Dakota. Um, and he said, I've been watching you guys. I'm traveling, you know, seeing family and another about two hours away from us. He said, I just had to come here because I've been watching you guys on social media. And he said that, he said he had saw a post, I believe, that um, I had reshared, and it was like mainly to church, um, our church family that, you know, send in this or that. And I put my name out there and he kind of put two and two together that I was, you know, the person that ran our church page or whatever. And he just knew to ask for me. And I was like, oh, wow, like it, it does make a difference. It does matter. That's um, you know, I don't know what was going on in his life. He may have needed that particular service. I don't know. 
come to find out, you know, he has a Pentecostal background. He is away from God now um, and was then, but he, you know, had been watching us and felt to come to church. Um, And I just thought, you know what? I don't have time for frustration. (laughs) I mean, there's no time for it. If my pastor can keep going, then I can keep doing this. Um, So I just thought I would share that because you will have those moments of burnout and frustration, but it's worth it. It is absolutely worth it. Right. And if I could ask you to this, um, for the people that don't speak your language, um, <laughs> what is the difference? They don't speak nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak social media. <clears throat> you know, um, what's the difference between a business account and a regular Instagram account? And what's the analytics all about? Take it away, Selena. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you can, the difference between a regular account and business account is, um, with a regular account, you can, it's just a basic form of the platform with the business account. Um, you have access to the analytics, which is the profile visits. You can see, Mm -hmm. um, how many people are sharing your post, how many people are saving your post. Um, I'm trying to think what else you can see the time of day um, Mm -hmm. that people are posting you can see the ages for your most interaction where you can see uh, yeah gender you can see the genders Um, you can see um, and all of these are also available on Facebook yes Um, yes what else was it you can see also what cities you're um people are from your audience is from mm-hmm. thanks for the technical term Ray. <laughs> and and um if you're starting a page or even if you already have one for your church don't let it be private yes your hashtags are useless private. um your people sharing is useless they're not they're not going to be able to share because your page is private um i recommend because i had someone tell me that theirs is private because they're trying to keep negative comments down that's also a setting um, I have our set that if anyone uses profanity or like um, like cult type speech, mm-hmm. hate speech, it's automatically deleted. Yeah, that's um, ours. I mean, and it's there. Those settings are there. Um, use them for your benefit, but never let your account be private. Right. Um, your your hashtags, like I said, they're useless, and those are very important. Right, and nobody will see your stuff except people that are actually following you. And if yes. somebody shares your stuff, um like say a follower is sharing whatever you posted, the only people that will see that is the people that follow your page. So yes. it's just basically you're running in a circle. And this, I've, I've learned to call this, um, and I kind of, other people may do it, but it's like digital outreach. Um, I'm not one-on-one with them, but a lot of people don't want to be approached, you know, in person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've always considered myself to be an introvert. Um, this quarantine and COVID, I'm not. <laughs> I can't wait to find some people to hang out with. <laughs> um, I've, I've always considered, I've taken those those tests and all that stuff, and I've always been, I'm like, oh, I'm such an introvert. I am really not. Um, so strangers, get ready. In our community, I mean, we're coming for you. Um, but it's like a digital outreach, and just communicate with these people. If someone comments, comment back to them immediately. Don't wait days. Yes. Um, get back with them. Um, use emojis. Let it be friendly and don't be, um, think, you know, this is our church page, so let's keep it 
I'll just use the word uptight. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, <laughs> don't don't have to always be that way. Be friendly. Yes, um, that's what I, you know, I don't did. Mean, um, have an issue with that at first because I was like, I have to be professional. I have to respond to this in a business like manner. Yes. But people that are commenting aren't looking for that. They're looking for realness. Yes. Exactly. They want to feel welcome. They. I mean, it's just like if if a friend walks in my house right now and I'm rude, I don't say anything to them while they're here. Um, and I, they ask me a question and I don't get back with them in 30 minutes, they're going to be upset. And I'm like, you know what? She probably doesn't want to talk to me. They're not very welcoming over there. Um, so I'll try to comment back immediately. Um, if they send us a message, I try to get, you know, get on it ASAP. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let them, you know, co- maybe contact another church and let that person be on top of it. I mean, get on top of it and just interact with the people. Absolutely. Right. Um, what was it? And y'all will have to shut me up because I probably know that I'm talking to do this all night. <laughs> no, no, your information is so valuable. I mean, I, and I had told Ray, I was like, I, I think of her as a social media queen. <laughs> That's really sweet. I wish I felt that way. <laughs> but um, what was it? I started following something that helped me was following um, church accounts yes. um, within our denomination and also else different denominations or non-denom um just to see what was out there how they're promoting events and um oh that's the difference i was going to mention this with the business account you can promote um you can pay money to promote um a flyer or one of your events and get it out there so more people see it yes um but you do need a facebook account yes um, on Facebook, I was going to say, if you have a conference or, um, something coming up, even like a youth night, mm-hmm. you can create an event and within that event, I don't know, I'm not sure if you guys have Facebook or not. Um, I can't remember, yeah. but just create that event, talk in that event. Like I said, get those five people, man, this is going to be a blast. You know, just talk, just interact. And if other people see that people are excited about it then they're going to talk and they're going to want to come to it. But if there's no communication and I'll be the first to admit, and I would say this to anybody, our church does not communicate a lot on our stuff. Like they'll like it, but we don't really share a lot. And that's something that I hope during this time of we're only having like online church and those sort of things, they're getting so much better about it. (laughs) That's ours. (laughs) I feel like Man, that's across just the board. <laughs> and if you guys ever listen to this, I love you, but you need to share something. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> yeah, Ray and I were just actually talking about that on um, just the interaction can be so like absent and it kind of feels like you're doing it for nothing. Yes. And then um, you have to remember that their your passion, their, you share different passions. Theirs isn't social media. Mm-hmm. So they're not thinking how I'm thinking right. and don't let it just don't let it to, um, frustrate you that people aren't as excited about it as you are. <laughs> um, because I'll post something. I'm like, Oh, everyone's going to love it. And no and one shares it. Like... And I'm thinking, you know what? They're not thinking how I'm thinking and it's no one's fault, but they're just not thinking how I am. Right. Yeah, but I kind of like in the game. Yes. <laughs> and it's frustrating. Like, I'm like, do people hate my stuff? But it's not about me. Right. <laughs> and for a long time, nobody even knew it was me. 
<laughs> until we accidentally let that slip and then it's been me ever since. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but yeah. Follow just like Selena said, follow other churches. Um and there's do's and don'ts in doing that. Um mm-hmm. I mean you just kinda learn as you go. And there's um I do this for practice. Um if I see a <coughs> excuse me, it's not corona, it's pollen. <laughs> Um, I will like, uh, like if I like a flyer that a church has posted or a social media graphic, not to necessarily use it at my church, um, but I'll try to recreate it. Mm -hmm. I do that. Um, I mean, and you just learn different tactics and techniques. Um, because like I said, it's a lot of layering, nothing, there's no real templates for anything. Um, there's a girl that's actually asked me several times, how did I create something? And I'm like, I don't even know how to tell you. <laughs> like, I just started with literally a blank canvas, and I don't know how this happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just kind of happened. Something um, for beginners with that would be um, to use the app Canva. Yes. Um, that's what I started using uh, just to kind of familiarize myself with. And if your church secretary will give you the church's tax ID number, you can get their pro version for free. I did not know that. Yes. Um, you just have to enter in a little bit of your tax info, like a tax ID, um, church name, maybe the pastor's name. I can't remember. They'll verify all that within that tax ID number Mm -hmm. and you can get Canva pro for free. Interesting. I am texting my, (laughs) get that tax ID. (laughs) Yeah. I've been like, can we get the pro version for like a month now? And they're like, I don't know. Like, let's see how the budget works out. Well now no excuses. (laughs) No excuses at all. Yes. Um, and so- people people will also, I'll say this, and I will be done about this year's section of this. <laughs> um, some people say, well, I can't do this because I only have a phone. Oh. I have been creating flyers, banners, um, social media graphics, in-house graphics for our screens for the past seven and a half years on my iPhone. Wow. It wasn't until a few months ago that um, the church purchased a MacBook Pro for this specific department for me to use. Um, oh, and beautiful. I feel like a fish out of water. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I literally don't be discouraged because you don't have the equipment and God will supply the need. It may be eight years coming, but he will supply the need. <laughs> use what you um, have for but the time yes. Being. Yes, um, you can do it on your phone. Um, I don't know anything else about any other phone except iPhone. There are apps out there that you can totally do this. Um, when designing stuff, um, like banners and things, um, sizing is important. Like all of that, um, all that's measured in pixels. Mm-hmm. It'll make you want to throw your phone in the river. But don't get frustrated. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, leave all that stuff to our uh, our paid graphic designer at the church. God, yes. <laughs> I do the simple stuff. Give, give the headache to them. <laughs> yeah. I just ask for them to send it back to me when it's ready. Yes, yes, yes. But all right, next I, topic if y'all want. <laughs> I remember my first time on PS Print. And I would spend, oh, oh man, I'd spend hours trying to upload something. Come to find out it was just the browser I was using. Yes. <laughs> you switch to something like Chrome or Firefox and it went up super quick, but learning yes. that was like I'd sit at the church for hours just waiting for it to upload. 
and it would stop and then I'd have to redo it. I have been there. <laughs> yeah. So I've, yeah, I did a little bit of graphic design for, for the Sunday school department. Um, and now I just kind of either throw it to Selena or, um, or I do it myself, but even then I don't even use my computer anymore. I used to use uh, Adobe Illustrator, um, mm-hmm. and I was pretty proficient in it, but I just, it's so much easier to do it on my phone. I can just pull it up right away. Um, but an, one thing I kind of want to get into is what are some ways that you are trying to keep your church interacted with each other during this uh, time of shelter in place? Who's <coughs> going first? Uh, you can go ahead and go first. <laughs> Selena's trying to get this camera for free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do it, girl. Yeah, my text ID number now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, they're a lot quicker. That's a type one right there. It's my sister. She's a treasurer, so oh. I texted her. <laughs> That's a blessing. <laughs> um, but there are posts called interactive posts. Um, we've done. I've done several of them during this time. Like, get on your story, and even if it's something like, "How do you take your coffee?" Get people to to answer. Like, the, they have the the question tab. Mm-hmm. Um get people to do that and it just kind of brings even though no one's really communicating together it kind of brings people together because they want to see different posts um how other people are doing how they like their coffee or whatever it is i did another one um just recently about um god i can't remember the exact question oh what do you miss most about um church and it was to you know our local church but other people chimed in as well um and in in responding to those posts, like I reshared their answer, um, if it was the choir singing, then I tried to post a picture of the choir. Um, and it just kind of gives people a feel of, you know, we will get back together or I've missed this. It just kind of make them feel um, just a little bit encouraged, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've done several of those. They go over really well. I also have a an account for our youth group. Um, and even simple stuff like, do you prefer tacos over pizza? Um, get them to chime in. They're going to vote until the last one's you know done voting. Um, but just different interactive posts. Um, and I think a lot of people are like working from home right now. Um, and there, there's more time for social media. Um, and so more people are paying attention to it and just keeping those posted. Even people that don't go, um, there was a lot of responses for the, what do you miss most about church from people that did not attend church at my local church. Um, and, you know, they were telling us things that they miss about their church, you know, their pastor or their pastor's wife and um, just making people feel included. Um, that's, yeah. That's some really good information right there. I, we've, I think Selena has been taking a lot of that. Um, I also, I, I'm not, any by any means a whiz at social media if anything it frustrates me um so yeah, usually i'll lean towards, to, towards selena on it um even on my own personal pages <laughs> um like the hashtag thing i did not use the hashtag thing i said just write up a list of hashtags i need to put in there yes and put and i copy put and them in your it. notes and copy and paste yeah 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 so anytime i Another, post anything, um, copy and paste a it. website that i use for interactive posts um you can get it I think there's a trial just, I guess, to see if you guys would like it. Um, I may use it already at Sunday social. Um, and I think it's $9 a month. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's a 
either a week or 14 day free trial just to kind of see what's on there. And there are tons of interactive posts. Um, and you get to download their actual post. They'll tell you what to put in your caption. Um, they give you two options to put in your caption. They give you the graphic and then they give you a graphic without the words. So maybe you want to ask a different question, but you like that specific graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been helpful. So you don't have to always come up with stuff from scratch. Oh, that's good. Um, oh, on anything you create, um, nothing that you've copy and pasted off of a website or snapped from another church. <laughs> um, but anything you create, put your church's logo on it. Because mm-hmm. mm. we have people at our church um, that will screenshot something, um, screenshot a post and share it, which I'm not opposed to it. You know, get it out there. But let people see that logo. I mean, it's kind of like if you see um, the Ralph Lauren, yeah, you know, McDonald's or Ralph Lauren, you see that. You don't even need the words. You know exactly where that what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, so get your logo out there. Absolutely. Put it on everything. <laughs> Slap it on there. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless you did not create it, do not put that on there. <laughs> Selena, yes. uh, what are some ways that you're trying to keep the church interacted? Um, I think something for me probably that got the most interaction was, um, posting a picture of the church that we had, um, of everybody praying together. And I just put a simple text over it that said, we're praying for you, Hope Center family. And I got a bunch of DMs on the church page saying like, we missed this so much. Um, people were commenting and it was shared over 22 times, which is probably, I mean, doesn't sound like a lot, but when um, you're only used to getting like nine shares, maybe on a good day, um, 22 is a lot. And uh, but just um, keeping pictures that are in the forefront um, so people can remember faces. I think that's probably been the um, we can get so caught up in making sure that the information is there and we use just basic text not basic text, but it can get so, um, what do you, what would I say? Like professionally, um, just almost cold and cold's probably not the right way, but when you can put people's faces that they know in front of them that they haven't been Mm -hmm. able to see in a while, you're going to be able to pull more at their heartstrings versus a pretty post of a, you know, uh, computer screen telling you where to look for something um and then um i had taken the um doing a vote on i asked people are you doing okay right now or are you struggling and Mm -hmm. we actually got a lot of responses (laughs) people said they're okay but we had gotten some um responses from people who had just started coming to our church that said i'm struggling right now and so I messaged them and asked them how we could help. And it was just all they wanted was prayer. Absolutely. Um, and to know someone's praying. Yes. And to know someone's praying, especially when you're a new babe in Christ, like, or you're still making those connections. It's easy to feel alone during the, this time, especially mm-hmm. not being in service with everybody. So knowing that they had somebody there, even if they don't know who's behind that computer screen of the church, they know that the church Absolutely. is praying. Absolutely. Um, I I even saw um, 
one church did this where they were um they put all their worship team together i believe it was their worship team and they were singing a song and so they all sang a different portion yes. of the song um but that was actually pretty nice nice to see because it's like oh wow like yeah you know i didn't i didn't think about this like i you know i think it got shared more than just their church i'm pretty sure it got shared absolutely around but like stuff like that fun stuff like that um interacting and them that way absolutely and one thing i've done is i've shared like um past service clips because i do all of our photography and videoing um through service um i just kind of went back i posted a few of our camp meeting clips and some choir clips and things like that um just to hopefully be some type of encouragement and make them feel like you know there's there is a light at the end of the tunnel we will come through this mm-hmm. um and hopefully we can go back to church soon <laughs> in jesus name please <laughs> yes yeah and, and, I, and those are all like great things like ideas that people are probably listening they're like man i never thought about doing this like i just want to keep my church connected and i think that's the bottom line for all of this is we want you know when when we're in the building we probably took advantage of this more because it was mostly for people who are just streaming past the page but now it's being used as a tool to keep everybody connected to keep everybody on you know like hey I still have church family that I care about or like I miss them and I have no idea, you know, like I, I'm probably prime example of this. I, I forget faces a lot. Mm-hmm. I know of people, but when I see their face, I'm like, Oh man, it's like, it's so refreshing to see their face because I could think of that person and I've been praying for that person. But when I see a video of them telling me, Hey, I miss you guys. Just want you to know that's what like the one thing that we pushed for our children's page is to constantly put our teachers in, in the front line of a video Absolutely. or a service is because that way they don't forget who's involved in their lives. Exactly. You know, um, Selena was just showing me a video that she's working on for the church and this young girl made a video and she, they were asking her what she missed about church. And she brought up my name and I'm like, this little girl never says Aww. a word to me. <laughs> <laughs> She'll do a simple hi, but on the video, she just said, I miss you brother Ray or what I miss most Aww. about church is you brother Ray. And I thought that was just the sweetest thing. That's so awesome. And I and I was like, I, how on earth would she miss me? She never talks to me. <laughs> I go up and talk to her because I make an effort to, you know. She misses go. that. That's yeah. awesome. But it's, and it, I think that a lot of them are getting more connected even then. Exactly. I think some people are feeling less connected, which is just that that's happening. But I think like the people who are taking advantage of this right now are feeling even more connected. Um, Absolutely. You, we did even stuff like... um what was one big one? Oh, we did a, uh, I, I stole this idea from a church in Bakersfield. Um, <laughs> and they, and they know if they're listening to this, you guys know exactly. We, we steal from each other in the children's ministry world. We don't, there's nothing fair for just, just your church. You just, ha- you just have to. Oh yeah. Yeah. We take it. And we're like, yeah, I stole that from you. Um, but there was, um, one thing that they were doing is they were just taking objects and making, um, it says God is in God is trust God out of just objects. And I was like, we can do this. So we made one where it says like write out eight heart HC kids. And, um, man, we got so much involvement on that one. I think it was the biggest one that we've gotten out of all of them. That's awesome. But it's just like parents and kids just like, okay, we're going to get together. That's why we made the Fridays as in family fun night. Um, because we wanted to put something where families were getting involved together, you know? Absolutely. It's, it's a um, good time to show people in your community even the people that have been watching but have never come to visit, they, we are a family. 
Um, like we, we held a parade last Saturday. Um, one reason I wasn't able to respond, I was, I had a GoPro, I had the camera, I had a phone. (laughs) Um, there was no time to really text you back. I apologize. Um, but we've done that and, you know, I'm putting together a video of pictures and clips from the the parade and it just kind of lets people know these people genuinely love each other. Um, you know, they may not have come to our church or may not have visited and only know a few people from our church. And maybe it's people that, that aren't very friendly. I don't know. But for some reason, you know, maybe this will show them, wow, those people love each other. I want to be a part of that. Um, cause at the end of the day, that's all people are looking for is to feel, you know, feel at home. Right. Um, and I told someone the other day, not to really like it all spiritual. <laughs> um, but I told someone the other day that we're living, I mean, my generation, especially I've never been through a, a pandemic, um, to where I felt like my whole world was shutting down. Um, but it's an unprecedented time. We've never passed this way before. Um, so why not use social media? for an unprecedented revival because we are coming back to church. Oh, yeah. um, we're coming back to the building. We've never stopped having church um, because we are the church. Right. Um, so we are coming back to the building and we're going to assemble ourselves together again. But why not use this time? You can reach hundreds of people by one simple post. Right. Even if, and my, my goal is, is even if they don't come to my church, hopefully they seek a church with the truth. Or if it's somebody from, from another state or halfway across the globe, they see our church and, you know, that's awesome. Let me find an apostolic church in my local community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's the goal. It doesn't have to, you know, they don't have to come be a member of my church. I just hope they find truth. Right. Um, but we are living in an unprecedented time. So it's a perfect example or a perfect time to have unprecedented revival. I mean, you just, I've seen posts, um, from several churches in California. I mean, people are praying through in the, in the parking lots. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in um, people's homes. I mean, I think it's awesome, but it's all social media and going live streaming. And it's, we've never really pushed for this before because we've always been able to assemble together within the four walls of the church. Right. Um, so, so use it for, um, for, of course, God's benefit, but let it benefit your church. It's not just about, personal accounts and if you don't if you're a part of a church and your church doesn't have one um pray about it and go to your pastor um you know tell him that you know you'll run everything by him i'm blessed and fortunate my pastor has never had to correct me for what i post they put their trust in me um so i don't really have to run every single thing that i do by them which is a blessing because that probably would get on their nerves oh it does um I did that. But <laughs> he, um, they've never had to, um, they've never had to correct me or say, you know what, I wish you wouldn't post that or let's don't say that. Um, but go to your pastor and say, look, I've been praying about this. I have a desire to do it. Um, I'll run everything by you. You know, get together and have a meeting. Um, but do it because it's it's only going to benefit your local assembly. And always keep it in mind, like Selena said, it is a ministry. And just like anything else, you'll get burned out and frustrated, but just keep praying about it and the fruits will come from your labor for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very true. Very true. Um, I don't want to 
keep you on too long, but I do want to ask these final questions for you guys. What are some of the don'ts that people should avoid doing on their social media? Um, one I can think of is you think that this background is super cool and you're going to use comic sans and it's going to be, and it's going to be like layered with like a, like two paragraphs at least of information for people. So why don't you guys kind of tag team and go back and forth? Like you do one, Megan, and then Selena will do another one. And then you guys just see how many we can come up with. Okay. A don't for me is um, don't pull worship photos off of Google. <laughs> if you're going to use, <laughs> if you're going to use a worship photo or something, or uh, like a, um, like if you're hosting a, even a picnic at your church, don't, you know, try to, I mean, you're going to have to use photos that aren't yours in the beginning. And that's kind of what got me into the photography aspect of being at the church. Um, get pictures of your local assembly. Like it's taken me several years to get a good library going um, that I can pull from. But just walk around snapping pictures that never get intrusive. Like right. don't don't get anyone. If they're having a personal moment with God, walk away. <laughs> um <laughs> Don't get any in anyone's face and you know take their picture and the flash goes off and I mean the moment's ruined they're ready to to pray for you <laughs> and but always try to use um, aside from the whole font and comic sans thing um, try to use photos if you're going to use people and that sort of thing try to let it be your local church mm-hmm. and for please do not snap a worship picture from another church. People take our pictures all the time. <laughs> that is so strange. Yes. I just had, um, I was telling my pastor's wife the other day that the reason I haven't posted the 300 pictures that I took from my prayer line the other day is because I'm putting the logo on them all because there is a non-denominal church far away from here who someone else contacted me and sent me a screenshot. They've been using all of our service photos. I'm like, this isn't even your church. <laughs> so I'm People like, okay. Get there and be so, like, the building looks different. <laughs> yeah, like cool remodel. Um, but <laughs> it's um, and then you know you're showing these pictures and people walk in like, wow, this is not that building. Yeah. Like that's why is that guy holding the mic and this is not you know just use your own photos and it will take you a time to get a library but don't use someone else's church photos. Mm-hmm. And that comic sans, you can go to <laughs> Don't use papyrus or comic sans. If if it looks like it could be in uh like on a pre K bulletin board, the don't answer is no. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. And if you don't know if it does, ask someone. We will tell you. <laughs> yes. And uh we actually use uh what is it, a matic is that the name of the font? For Sunday school because it's a kids program. Um, but so that's why, but never for the church post. Um, um, I would say I had a place I was going and now I don't remember. (laughs) It happens to me all the time. Um, maybe if you got in your car and start driving, you remember it. Yes. Not me. I'll remember it when I'm like half asleep tonight. Yeah. She'll wake up and like, that's it. (laughs) <laughs> oh um i will say this ask i i don't know about you megan but i try to ask permission from people whose photo i've taken if it's okay to yes. use it 
Um, yes. So don't just post something without somebody's consent because it can get very, very feisty. Yes. I had a lady in our church. Um, her husband prayed through and then several months later she prayed through, but she was very involved in her, um, the church prior to coming to our church. She was very involved there, Sunday school, everything. Um, and she came to me one night crying and which I'd never, you know, shame on me, but I never had like a one-on-one conversation with her before. Mm-hmm. And she had tears in her eyes and she asked me, cause I'm, I'm everywhere with the camera. I try to be discreet, but obviously people are going to see you and then see you post the pictures. Yeah. And she, um, she said, I don't know how to ask this. She said, and I hope you don't take it as me being ugly. She said that her family had been, um, not being very nice. I'll just put it that way. Have, um, not nice. And if they, they see stuff on our page and if they're in it and they're very mean and ugly to her. So she just asked me, you know what, if you don't mind, can you not get any direct photos of me or my children? And I didn't get upset by that. I absolutely, I will do my very best. Um, and I've made it a point that I will get special moments for them. I'll capture those, but they only go to her. Yeah. I do. The same um, and there, thing. and there are moments in church. Uh, I know we hadn't discussed really photography within the church, but it kind of goes hand in hand with um, doing social media. Um, sometimes it's two different people. You know, one's doing social media, one's doing it, taking the pictures. For me, it's just me. Um, <clears throat> there is another young girl who has come to me and her parents gave her a camera. And right before this pandemic, um, she was doing phenomenal. Um, couldn't have asked for anybody else better. Um, doing great work. But capture moments that you think, because I'm a very sentimental person. If my kid was receiving the Holy Ghost, I hope someone was there to video. Um, So I try to be that person. Mm -hmm. And I don't post anything of a child without permission. Right. I don't post anything with anyone in it without permission, but especially a child. Um, And I've never had anyone tell me not to post their child either getting baptized or receiving the Holy Ghost. But capture those moments for them, but not in an intrusive type way but send it to them and then ask permission. May I post this on the church's behalf? And, you know, they're going to appreciate that you even ask instead of just posting it. But I even capture those moments. um, Just like for that lady, if they're having like a family prayer moment, I'll from a distance capture it and send it to her because it means something to her. Right. Um, And it's not about showing it to the world. Um, But anyone that's, that's taking pictures at their local church, um, be private and, but, you know, catch the good things. Did you have anything I else to add, Selena, bit. one more don't? <laughs> um, I would say learn, um, learn the difference between something that is a church moment, like just something that mm-hmm. needs to stay at your church because there's no way yes. that somebody else could understand um, mm-hmm. those type of moments that happen. Um, and I remember one time I posted about, we had like the Holy Ghost fell so strongly and I posted a clip of everybody praying. And after I was, I was really convicted because I felt like that was a moment that was for our church alone. And I was just putting it out there to be like, Hey, we had great church. Hope you did too. You know? And it wasn't the right, it, it didn't feel like it was right to put that moment out there because it was such a special moment for our church in in that time um 
And so there's some things that just don't need to be posted. Um, there's um, also some preachings that um, mm-hmm. that need to be kept or not kept, I guess. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. That you can post clips of it, but there's certain things that can come off very controversial. And there's people out there that are just yes. malicious and mean and look for churches to attack. Yes. And especially when you're promoting something, you don't, we know that pe- our pastors are preaching out of a book that we believe, that we love, that we treasure, and they're not being hateful. But when you have somebody that doesn't believe like us and that is blinded, they can take anything and say you're being hateful. Um, yeah, so um, just use, um, use wisdom when you post um, like preaching clips and stuff like that. One piece of advice that I gave to one of the girls that um, kind of kind of taken under my wing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I told her when pastor is pastoring, that's for the church and for the church alone. You may see me videoing, but that it's not necessarily to post. Right. Um, when your pastor is having a pastoring moment and he is talking to his flock and to his sheep, that's not for the world. Right. Um, and that's kind of, she related to that because I kept trying to explain it. And she was just kind of like, well, what do I know? When he's pastoring and you know that he's talking to the local assembly and to the people within those four walls right then and there. Um, and if you don't know and you're still videoing, just let someone know or ask. I mean, just... You're always welcome to go to whoever is you know you're working with, mm-hmm. um, but when he's pastoring, that is not for the world. Right. Um, no, we're not trying to hide it, but like you said, some people can take it wrong, um, and it's never our intent, even if we're correct in what we're saying, is to be offensive. Right. Um, so you don't ever want that to happen. But in a pastoring moment, you don't ever want to um, kind of just put it out there. Selena's pushing the mic over towards me. I thought she had more. But no, those are good, those are really good points. I think that you guys have um, been pointing out. Um, you know, a lot of things that can be misconstrued, and you want to be. You know, it's at the it's what Selena kind of said at the beginning. You want to be professional, but you want to be welcoming at the same time. Um, and there are different, definitely sensitive moments that you want to. You know, it's kind of like a. You know, that's a family thing. You know, if the church body is a family, yeah. like you know, hey. That's family thing. We don't discuss it outside of the family, you know. Exactly. Um, but I think those are some really good points. And I think this whole conversation, I think, is really good for a lot of people that are just in the dark and saying, hey, I want to keep my church connected and I have no way, no idea on what I need to be doing or what exactly. I, what direction I should go in. And I think that you two ladies have definitely given us a lot of information that could be used to, you know, propel somebody at their church to, to keep their, their body together, you know? Absolutely. And if anyone um, listens to this and you do have questions and you wish we would have talked about something else, reach out to either. I mean, I don't know about Selena, but you're welcome to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not to promote myself, but my Instagram is simply my first and last name. Um, <clears throat> so if you want to look it up and you have any questions, I am more than happy to talk with you more than happy. Can you spell um, out your handle? Yes, it's Megan, M-E-A-G-A-N, Addison, A-D-D-I-S-O-N. And then mine is Selena Linda, S-E-L-I-N-A-L-Y-N-D-A. 
and I'm more than happy to. I hope any questions Selena's ever asked me, I've been able to give a a decent answer. <laughs> yes, I think you're the queen for a reason. <laughs> but um, but I'm more than happy to talk and help anyone. That's awesome. Well, thank you too for joining me today, and it's amazing how fast an hour can go by. <laughs> yes, thank We're, you for the opportunity. I've enjoyed it. I'm so glad you have. I'm I'm so glad that it's been able to uh, encourage you or just encourage anybody. And that's the purpose of these is just to encourage the church uh, to do more and, you know, to push push the strive for excellence, even if it's not what someone else's excellence is, as long as it's your excellence. Yes. Always do your best. Yeah. And I just want to thank you for joining us today. And I wanted to thank everybody for listening and remember folks, stay kingdom minded.